97.4 KBHV, The Beehive, with Mike Regina and CJ Prince. CJ. Hello, hello. <laughs> You're listening to 97.4 KBHV, The Beehive. We got, the word from the top, we got we to gotta do the station identification more. They want this yeah. to run really crisp, like a real radio show. They want they want time checks because it's on a it's, real radio station. We're 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 about half past twelve. We're we're fast approaching twelve thirty here at the Beehive. When you're listening to this, half past lunch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Finish up your mimosas. It's time for the Beehive ninety seven point four KBHV. Uh, that would be that would be amazing to me if people sit down and they're having their brunch and they're listening lunch to our is show. It's the weekend, so they're having brunch, listening to our oh, show. Jesus, okay, fine. You know, with the days of you know this all new media stuff, and people can kind of listen to things on demand whenever they want. I wonder if people are getting freaked out if you're listening to this right now at Saturday, on Saturday at twelve thirty. We actually, we know you. I do. I go back in post and I edit in, uh, every hour of the day when I make a specific time reference. Okay. So I'll go back and I'll be like, it's 2 a.m., you should be in bed, but you're listening to 97.4 boy 4 KBH, they'll be high. Like, I do that over and over again. Uh, but for every hour. So I do 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m., and so on. Um, and so their their device recognizes what time it is when they get to that time code in the podcast they're I've listening set up to. A, I've set up a computer program that uh, the moment someone clicks to download or listen, it records the time on the computer, uh, yeah. and then it knows which version to download. Now, this does violate some privacy agreements because I do have to kind of get access into their computer to know what, what time uh, their computer is. But, uh, you know, that uh, I, think it's, I think it's worth it. You know, the, it, the ends justify the means. It's worth it to freak people out. And when you just said ends justify the means there, that reminded me we've got some goals for this week. We, we're not going to mention 9-11. Too late. Uh, we're not going to mention I mean, Hitler. too soon. Too soon. I'm sorry. Too soon. We're not going to mention Hitler. Okay. I mean, uh, kind of hard. What other things should we avoid? Racism? Uh, sexism? There might, there, there might be a little racism later, actually. Um, but we're going to try We're gonna try to avoid those topics for the, for, for the week today. Can we avoid talking about pastries? <laughs> what pastries? It's just, I'm what on, pastries? I'm just like, I'm on like a no sugar diet right now, so I don't want to think about it. No processed sugar. Yeah, no sugar at all. I, I can't I mean, even I, eat. I can't even eat fruits. I was gonna say, how can you even do that? That's I can't. I I am literally eating uh, rice mm. and uh, sugarless bread, <laughs> which really is just. I'm okay. I'm eating. I'm just literally eating flour for breakfast, well, lunch, and dinner. Uh, CJ, that doesn't. That's fine because you're sweet enough already. I am so sugar deprived. I have no idea what that means. Ninety-seven point four KBHV, the Beehive. It's gonna be a great week.
break and repair method. The city is bound. To, this city is bound to do us in. I like that song, CJ. It's it's. It's, on ninety-seven point four KBHV the B. On ninety-seven point four KBHV the Um It's it's a fine song. Uh, it, it reminded me very much of another song that uh, from from many years ago. However, I I can't place the title currently. So is it uh, a co- cover version or it just no? It just sounds very similar. No, similar harmony. Uh, similar structure. Similar structure. Similar reliance on a on a like instruments. A, a, what is that? It's like a violin? Like a violin? Like kind of yeah. harmony or melody I mean um, I don't study music I, I don't. Oh God. this is the scatting segment everybody <laughs> Michael's going to scat <laughs> for the next five minutes uh, you, know, you know what I can't wait for what's that episode 69 <laughs> nice <laughs> That's immature. No, it's not. It's nice. Well, I need to probably describe for our listeners. If you guys, if you, listeners out there, if you're noticing a little bit more background noise than usual, we had a window broken in the studio. Um, yeah. So we're getting a, we're getting a lot more noise from the street today. We um, had a, than we normally would. We had a lot of. Uh, we got into a bit of a fight with with Bogdan, our uh, manager. Uh, he was less than impressed. I mean, you say fight, but it wasn't exactly, like, physical. It was like, okay, well, he didn't, like, hit us. He hit the window. Like, he was so mad, he, like, hit right. the window. It turned violent. Granted, the violence wasn't against us, but right. when you get that violent argument, it, it's, you know, it, it, in my opinion, it's abusive. Um, but, I mean, I don't want to go on air and say that Bogdan is an abusive personality, but uh, I guess I've already done that. Um well, a fight also suggests that there were we had a part in it as opposed we had to just argument. kind of being I mean, like, yeah, shouted at. Well, I mean, it was kind of like technically like we triggered it, right? Because he was disappointed with our show. Yeah. Um, you know, he said that last week we went over, we just we just went down like a rabbit hole, but it was like a rabbit hole filled with shit. So you're just like rummaging through the the feces to get to the bottom of the rabbit hole which is just another hole leading to more feces he went on and on about rabbit poop i don't know why and then uh and then he just like hit the window and broke and broke it um but he can't afford to fix the window so he just kind of like put some tape and a garbage bag over it well well Um, the whole the whole poop thing was kind of my fault because i remember in a meeting a long time ago that his goal that he set for us was for our show to become number two Oh and yeah, right. I remember that. And and I didn't realize like that that had another meaning. So I thought, well, I mean, that was it, what the content of the show was supposed show, to be. If he says our show is like crap, then yeah. it is number two, right? I thought exactly. I thought that's so what he, he wanted. Oh, so you're saying like this whole time you deliberately were making the show bad because you thought that's what he wanted? Yeah, I didn't realize that I number understand. two could be like a rating ranking thing. Like um, I, I thought yeah. he was just being professional and referring to. Well, it's understandable. A, a, I mean. He has show the, the he, shit. He has like the because of his accent, you know, he's very and he and his, you know, he's not from here. He, his his he's very bad with verbs, so he's like, I want your show number two. Like, you know, he didn't say like to be number two. He yeah. didn't specify on the charts. Um, so I get that. Although I I had I had the complete opposite meaning. Like I was trying to improve the quality of the show, and I thought you were just kind of dragging me down this whole time. So I'm glad that we've kind of um, found this uh, that. that that we're on the same page now. Yeah, I think that if you don't, if you if listeners, if you don't notice an uptick in, in quality of the show after now, um, I, I don't know why you're still listening. Frankly, 
Yeah, I mean, if you if you find the show is just getting worse or uh, middling out, or as the personal trainers would say, plateauing, um, mm. then you should probably um, smash your recording device, mm. uh, throw it in the sea. If you don't live by the sea, please mail it to somebody who does live by the sea so they can throw it in for you. Include instructions. Um, and, yeah, I mean, just... just Try and rearrange your life and, and figure out... I mean, I don't know why I'm still talking. They probably smashed it by now. They definitely smashed it by now. No. Uh, approaching 1 o'clock here on a Saturday afternoon. KBHV, the Beehive. Lunchtime's over. Back to work, corporate drone. 94.4 KBHV, the Beehive. Can you imagine someone listening to the show at work? Um, Would they be able to get working, anything if done? They're, if they're working from home. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, if they're listening at work, it's just like... I feel like... The only way someone could actually play this at work is if it was, like, a, a, a workplace that was run by people who couldn't speak English, and they had mm. access to the station, and then they just put it on as background noise, because they don't, it's, like, all English radio stations, and they don't know what they're <laughs> listening to. I think that would be the only situation. So, basically, sweatshops. <laughs> But yeah. would you be able to hear the show over the sound of them like being, you know, bossed around? Being whipped by their boss for not doing enough well, work. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's whipping. Uh, but in my in my imagination, that when I imagine sweatshops, there's like a a recording playing constantly, telling them to work harder, work how, faster. How often do you uh, do you imagine sweatshops? Every time I think about the future, CJ. That's true. We are kind of becoming enslaved thanks to. Late capitalism, you know? It's, yeah. Our fucking internet, whoa, man. Whoa, whoa, Just because you're mad at the system doesn't mean you, you need to use that language. You know? You're um, right. I do, I do want to avoid an explicit tag. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, this is a live radio broadcast, right? And Bogdan doesn't listen anyway. We can, like, yeah. curse all we want. and it's, Like, the FCC's not listening. They're working in their own sweatshop, you know? Like, everyone, yeah. everyone's a slave. To the man, yeah, we yeah, don't pick, care about the man here on night seven point four KBHV the Beehive. Pick up the device that you're listening to this on right now, and now take a minute, CJ. You asked when I imagine sweatshops. Pick up your phone, your device, whatever you're listening to this on, and look at it and imagine the tiny hands that were used to make it. If you're listening to this, if you're assembling an audio device in a sweatshop, please <laughs> turn it on and tune in to night seven point four KBHV the Beehive. <laughs> and imagine the little cracked fingernails of the tiny child's hands. Oh. But he's got a smile on his face because he's you know, listening to KBHV the Beehive. Adult, adults' hands can crack too. I don't know why you're being ageist, but yeah, uh, sure. If they want to use little kids, I wouldn't trust little kids. Little kids, Do you think, like, I, okay, I'm sorry, but little kids put their fingers in, like, every crevice of their body and other kids' crevices, and it's gross, and they're disease carriers. I'm gonna buy an iPod, I'm gonna get, like, a like a cold. Or, like, did you, the mumps. Did you just suggest that people's iPhones were put together by fingers that have been inside children's asses? I said crevices, I didn't say asses. Mm-hmm. The ass is a crevice. But that doesn't mean that I said the ass specifically. I said crevices. That could be like... I was thinking like ears and noses and like mouths. You know, like kids pick their nose. All asses are crevices, but not all crevices are asses. Yes. It's like a square rectangle situation. Yeah. Should we we get out of this? Should we play a song? Um, yeah. What's the... Hey, Michael. (laughs) 
Do you have a song coming up for us on 97.4 KBHV The Beehive on this lovely 1 10 p.m. day? <laughs> 97.4 KBHV The Beehive. Here's class actress more than you.
was More Than You by Class Actress. That was uh, my my pick of the songs this week. I don't know if listeners have we have we ever told the listeners how we do how we decide the music every every well, episode. We, we are completely unplaylisted here at KBHV <coughs> the Beehive Beehive ninety seven point four. Some of these DJs you see and they get handed down playlists from like record executives and like the man. Yeah. You know, and like pushing the new hot whatever. Like, this is what's cool. Like, telling you what's cool. Like, no. Like, we know what's cool. You and I, CJ. And so we pick all the music ourselves. Yeah. Do you remember uh, we- the 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 payola scandal from many years ago, where radio stations were being paid uh, by record companies to play certain songs? We don't do that at the Beehive, and no. it's because and it's not because um, no one's offered money. It's because we have integrity. Integrity is the name of the game. Exactly. You've I'm been offered s- money? No, we've never been offered money. And maybe if we were offered money to play songs, we absolutely would. I don't know if I have the moral fortitude to um, deny that. But yeah. um, as of right now, integrity. Yeah, but no one no one has offered money. Like, I mean, maybe they don't know offering money is a thing. Like, people we've been can offered money. Offer. We've been offered money to stop recording. Right. But we haven't been offered money to play certain songs. But that's like a, a possible thing that can happen. Like if you it's have money and you like want your song played. Yeah, like the pretty expansive reach. Yeah, like uh, it's like the secret, you know. Like I'm just gonna wish it until yeah. it wills itself into existence. Like I want yeah. to be bribed so badly, it'll have to come true. Like maybe you're like a, a an indie band and you have a, like a, a show coming up in say Sacramento. Yeah, Sacramento, um, our favorite and- city. And you want to get the word out? That yeah. could be a thing that you, you know, throw us some money. Uh, now, would and that's we... Not, that's not an integrity thing. I mean, we can still keep our integrity and take some money to play songs. I don't, like, I don't want to get bogged down in the integrity part of it. I, okay. I mean, maybe you. I don't know. Um, I, I couldn't... I'd have a hard time sleeping at night. And that's not because I always put my money underneath my pillow. Um, it would be because of the, the moral aspect of it as well. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I um, did you know? Because as as I think the listeners know that I am a I'm a Canadian. I was mm. born in Canada. That we actually have a law in place that requires uh, radios and um, to play a specific percentage of Canadian content. <laughs> it's called the CanCon law. Uh, for uh-huh. Canadian content, and I, th- I forget the number. It might have been lowered now. It was around thirty percent, but around like a third of um, what was played on the radio had to be from Canadian artists or bands. Mm. Um, you know, which it, it it would suck back in the day. But then, like you know, we would have Canadian artists that would get more popular. I mean, like Justin Bieber obviously fits because he's Canadian. And um, I'm trying. I don't know any other like popular Canadians right now in, in music. <laughs> Uh, Isn't Carly Rae Jepsen Canadian? Yeah, she is. Uh, I think so. I, I think so. But yeah, I mean, Carly Rae, uh, although it's weird because uh, when, I, when I'm in Canada, because right now I'm in the studio, um, we they, I barely hear her on the radio. Mm. Although I did just hear, uh, I heard her recently, but they played a song from like her, her second album, not the latest yeah. one, um, which is a bit of a shame. I mean, you have so yeah. many lovely tracks yeah, on the we, new Carly Rae album. We love that album here at KBHV the Beehive, and we are probably, a huge fan. we'll probably play another one. At some if point yeah, in the we show. we played her music for free. You know, even if she paid <laughs> us, we'd still play it. Um, we uh, we are big fans. 
<laughs> but since our show is only half Canadian, we only have to play what, like half of a third of Canadian. So, a, so a six. Wow, you don't have to show off. I just I I multiply. Oh, I've I've got a math degree. Oh, CJ. Oh Jesus Christ! Look, look, look how much I know about math. Uh, fractions, S- simple fractions. Uh. You didn't know how how much of a, a half of a, of a third was. You just went yeah, half of a third. Da, 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 da. That was you. That sounds exactly mm-hmm. like you. I do a spot on impersonation of you. Sometimes, I call um, I call your your ex wife and I and I do impersonations of you, and she thinks it's you. And I'll be like, "Come, come back, baby. I miss you." And like she will like you know, believe it. And that's why you have a restraining order. You just don't know about it. I have an ex-wife now? Yeah, you had an ex-wife. You had a bender. And you got married and annulled within 12 hours. Bender? I hardly knew her. (sighs) (laughs) You know, she's actually nice. Even though I do prank call her by impersonating you, I call up and I'll be like, I love you so much. And she's like, oh my god, Michael, that sounds exactly like you. Um, What? No, keep going. No, that, that, that's it. I mean, I just call her no. up and I'll impersonate you and, and she'll believe it. And I'll be like, I put you in my will. You're getting $800,000. Like, grandma died and she was rich. And she like now she thinks she's going to get a bunch of money. Um, you know, but if you die before her, uh, knock on wood, there's just no wood around here. Um, oh. But, uh, you know, then, you know. Our studio is all plastic. Yeah, it's, it's actually, um, the studio was converted from a children's playground. Um, <coughs> same parts you know that's why the floor's all mulch still yeah i mean like i was just walking on the floor to uh establish that uh the floor is all (laughs) mulch and uh you know it's just it's a whole like it's funny because we actually um have to climb up a slide to get into the office we put a ladder inside a slide uh to climb up that's how we get Mm. into the office sometimes it's like we're living in like a kid show <laughs> um, you know, because like, we have these slides and all these tubes and stuff around, but you can't really use them. I mean, the structural integrity on this on this is awful. Uh, but it's interesting that you know, like he Bogdan installed glass windows, mm. even though he could have put plastic windows in. But mm. I don't know. I don't run the business. I just I just come on here and talk here on ninety seven point four KBH the Beehive. What time is it, Michael? K- KBHV the Beehive. We're just past one o'clock here on a Saturday. Uh, but, I mean, all this talk about our, what our studio looks like, you're not going to make me forget about how insulting your impression of me was. So, you know what? I, I'm going to need a little time to get over this. I'm going to play a song, uh, Hurricane Katie's Song of the Week. Yep. And I'm going to work on my impression of you because you think you can be hurtful and hurt people's feelings? Well, we'll see. I don't know why mirrors are hurtful, but okay.
the Bengals, Manic Monday, here on a Saturday on KBHV The Beehive. That's Hurricane Katie's Song of the Week. Yeah. And I never got in that song Why You Wish It Was Sunday. Sunday's not that great. Sunday's not a fun day. That's like the day where you realize, no. like, that's the day where you're like, oh, I gotta go to bed early again. Who's, yeah, whose Sunday is is fun day? Priests. Yeah. But Christians. Anyway, Church goes. Hurricane Katie's song, <laughs> song of the Week. <laughs> Manic Monday by the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, CJ, the show is rolling. Things are going great. Yep. The building's Sorry. rolling, too. They installed wheels yeah. on the building when they did the whole <laughs> playground thing. I don't know why. The, the audience agrees. They're loving it. They can't believe how lucky they are to hear us. Have you looked at our numbers? On a Saturday show? afternoon. Our numbers are so good right now. Live numbers? Yeah. Sacramento, Sacramento is just loving us. Yeah. Well, we mentioned them, and so we always see a spike when you say the name. Yeah, they have like they must have Google Alerts set up or something. I don't know. It, it's like shout-outs. You know, people call radio stations, and they say, who you want to shout-out to? And then their friends listen, and they just like hearing their name said on the radio <coughs> to, to, yeah. to a bunch of people. We should really install that phone line, and we could take callers one day. Yeah, I think we might do that. We could, yeah. Yeah. Um, we could call our friends, for instance. Yep. Or have our friends call. Or we could finally get dial-up internet. Hey, speaking of friends, you like that? You like sure, that? Sure, sure. That's called a segue. That's what we in the biz call a segue. I guess you could call that a segue. How? How? Here's one thing I want. I do want to talk about this week. Let's get serious for a bit, okay? And I did say that racism might be coming up later, and so we kind of have racism right now. Um, how diverse are your friends, like ethnically? Um. You have an American friend, me. Yeah, but that's the only not one. ethnic, is it? That that's just like I forget. What's the difference between an ethnicity and a? Isn't ethnicity more like race or culture than just country? You know, that's okay. like nationality. You know, okay. Weird times. But uh, I don't know. I mean, I I think I have a lot of different shades of white. Um, <laughs> Same. You know, from fluorescent to uh, more of a grayish white. You are in a colder climate, so that makes sense. Yeah, we got we got to survive. You know, although we, <laughs> we we blended with the snow quite a bit. I don't know. It's funny that like I, I've had this segment on the docket for a bit, and but it's funny that it comes up this week because just this week I was having lunch with some people from work, and uh-huh. I don't know how it really came up, but they were talking about they were just poking fun and saying that I didn't have any black friends. Do you have black friends? I I don't like I. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> I have black friends, man. Like, like and you know what? But here's the thing: you're putting an S on the end of that, right? You don't have black friend. You have black I have, friends. I have black friends. Okay, what? but first off, yeah, I don't like the idea of saying that because it implies that I'm only friends with them because of their blackness, which sounds a okay. Screwed up to me. Yeah. All right. Put your disclaimer out there. Yeah, that's not the case. But it's just like you have friends who happen to be black. Sure. They're friends first. They're not yes. black friends. They're just friends. They're friends who black. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, because it's not something you seek out. You don't say I want this many friends of this, this many friends of that. It's just kind of your life experience that sort of brings people to you. I mean, right? I, yeah. I mean, like it's it, I I, like I have parents who come from a, a very rural white area of Canada 
Okay. And um, I believe one of them was from a town where one time a black person moved in and they, they the town literally chased him out. Um, that's not true. That's supposedly true. I, I, oh, my I, God. So I've heard. Um, so my parents were never really friends with black people. I don't think it's, it, it wasn't because of a... Um, it wasn't deliberate, you know, it wasn't like they yeah. actively hate. It was just because, you know, people don't go outside of what they're, like, many people don't yeah. go outside of their, of their comfort zone or, or what they're conditioned to. So, uh, you know, my, my parents didn't, don't really have um, black friends. Now, things, that was, that was when I was growing up. I mean, things have changed. Yeah. Uh, with, you know, I got, like, my mother works with a whole bunch of people like whole, like just the, where she works there are just people from all over the all over the world and um different cultures the, cir- the circus yeah she works with the circus um you know she she made she's friends with a contortionist um <laughs> and she's yeah i mean like it's it's contortionist is great great host um you want like you can get you can ask for up to three things and she'll get it for you all at once <laughs> she only needs one one limb to balance on, mm. and um, yeah. But I mean, other than that, how like, long's your mom? How long's your mom been doing that? Been working at the circus. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, oh gosh, I don't know. I mean, it's all I'm used to. You know? like, Do, I mean, does she still swallow swords? She's she tried to swallow swords, but I mean, she's not. She she works behind the scenes. She doesn't really. Uh, she did want to try and work on the on like she wanted to be an act. But of course, she tried to swallow a sword, and um, that didn't work out so well. Mm. Uh, she kind of gagged, she had a gag reflex, and she threw it up and impaled the actual sword swallower uh, with the sword <laughs> when she spit it back up. So um, they had to find a new one. Obviously, she couldn't make the cut. She had the gag reflex. Um, well, she kept trying to put the hilt in first. You weren't there. You know what? Like I all like, this circus thing just to ask if your mom swallowed swords. So anyway, back, get back to get back to the diverse people she actually works with. Um, okay, so yeah, so like she she works she she works with diverse people. But I mean that that's the thing. Like uh, so growing up, I didn't really have myself. Like you know, my parents would be you know they had they had pretty much all my friends, and uh, so I only grew up around that. And then, um, mm-hmm. but as I got older, you know, like you just meet more people and yeah you know and some of them stick because they're friends um yeah so that's all but it's yeah i mean i I think a lot of it has to do with uh origins you know like where you're from and and where you're growing up and all that and and specifically like the people your your family and who they associate with i mean if you have if you have parents who are rather closed off or, or not very diverse in terms of their friendship friends and whatnot you're probably not going to have that either until you get old enough to you know have enough self-agency to kind of go out and do what you want yeah yeah and like the street i grew up in like the neighborhood i grew up in was like predominantly white and so the kids that we played with and like they're now my oldest and closest friends were all from the street that i grew up on so those are the ones that kind of sustained and my schools it was it was you know still predominantly white and so i didn't really get that close to a lot of people in school like pick up friends along the way in school that i still you know I, i was friendly with everybody but um not mm-hmm. like taking it outside of school, you know, like hanging out and stuff. Uh, so it just never really stuck with most people, let alone any Asian, black, Hispanic, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, um, <laughs> do you ever feel like you couldn't be friends with a certain 
race or per, or culture or someone from a from a different country, like a specific country. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Do you ever you feel like here? that? Do you ever feel like, oh, I probably wouldn't get along with this t- with this person? No, no. Actually, Never? I think those are the people that like. I, I feel like maybe I wouldn't enjoy spending time with them that much especially if it was just one-on-one but like in a group setting i kind of like that i'm drawn to those kind of people who are who have this quality about them where if not for this very specific set of circumstances our paths would never have crossed and that's kind of fascinating to me i was hoping you'd say something like i don't get along with asians or like you'd say something that was totally (laughs) ignorant that was the whole point i was trying to set a trap for you didn't fall for it (laughs) oh except those muslims there you go. <laughs> yeah. You should run for uh, president. No. no, I love those brown people. They drive my Ubers. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you're the one who says no racism in this episode. Would, would never say anything bad about them. No, I said we'd get into a little racism. But I don't know. I don't, like, is that... It's not something that I'm aware of on, like, a day-in, day-out basis. But it, it's just... I guess it's just kind of reflective of kind of my upbringing and... Not that I was encouraged away from people, but like you're saying, like it's a result of like they don't really have that many black friends. Yeah, but I mean, there are people who are like there are people who you know are Christian or Catholic, and most of the time it's because their parents are Catholic or Christian or or whatever religion. You know, like a lot of time religion is you you follow specific religion because that's what you're raised on. You know, you're not you're not. It's only when you get older that you might actually consider the idea of of uh, looking into other religions and seeing. But I mean, but people don't tend to do that, so it's not something that's um, it's not the fault of a lot of people. I think it's just a lack of awareness. But also, you have to kind of think it's really shallow to kind of you know like seek out you know friends who are specific minorities. Oh, like what you see, course, like yeah. you see, like a friendly black person or Asian person. Something you're going to be like, oh my god, it's my chance. Like that's yeah, that's ridiculous. Never do that, listeners out there. Do not just approach random. African American people, Asian American people, um, or African or Asian people. African well. Asian. It doesn't matter if they're uh, like if they're from America or not. Like, yeah. just don't approach people who are an established minority. Don't approach homeless people. You don't need a homeless friend. Now you see, this is where it gets interesting. Well, they're always going to be at your house. Here's the question, though: How diverse are your friends economically? Oh, are you friends yeah. with homeless people? Mm. I don't. I try not to even look at poor people. I'm not. I'm not friends with homeless people because we can never hang out. They never have money. No, you're always paying. Want to want to go to the bar? I'm literally eating a dead rat right now, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, maybe you shouldn't have a phone. Don't text me. Um, they do have phones. Yeah, I mean, they they. Uh, I don't know how they get them. A better but, plan uh, than I have. I have uh, like your homeless people with Instagram. They're just like using okay. data left and right. They don't have Wi-Fi. They're using data. I think I think if you're homeless and you don't have uh, the income to support yourself, we should punish you and shame you even more because it's your own fault. Mm-hmm. See, and, and don't so give how me this. Dare you? Yeah, don't give me this time served argument where oh they've been on the streets for 25 years or whatever. So what? Every day is a new day. Okay. Yeah, I see buildings so, all the time. Go into one of those buildings. Yeah. Sleep there. Sleep inside a building. There. You know. You don't have to sleep the, on a street. Who wants to sleep on a street? I, like, no. They have buildings that are like open hmm. all the time. They're called malls. <laughs> Just go sleep in a mall. Yeah. Also, like people throw out soft things all the time. Collect that and sleep on top of that. 
Like, don't yeah, I mean, complain like, about your back hurting because you're sleeping on the sidewalk all night. Like, you know what? If you were, if you worked, if you were a homeless person and you live by like a styrofoam factory, you're set. You know, you got you got your bed, you got your pillow, you got nice soft styrofoam to help you out. Just go in the dumpster. And if they also have bubble wrap, you have a hobby. So it's like they yeah. say, they say you know, find something that you're good at and stick to it. Or you could sleep on the bubble wrap and then have your hobby be building stuff with the styrofoam, like a shelter. Right? Yeah, you know, it, it's yeah. You can have a shelter foam. It's it's it's. There are plenty of opportunities. I mean, this is the thing. You know, being homeless. Um, I think. Um, I don't know. It's just you know, homeless people. It's it's. You need a lot of creativity. I mean, you can say, oh, well, they no. can barely no. you know hang on to their own existence. How can they expect to be, be creative when they're just trying to survive? No. Whatever. No. Here, it's simple. Okay, it's the cure for homelessness. Ready? One beg, beg to get money. Okay. Get enough money. That's what you do first. That's number one. Number two, have enough money to buy some bootstraps. Number three, pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Done. Get to work. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, just get a job. You know, they have jobs everywhere. 97.4 KBHV the Beehive. Beg. Get money. I mean, get money. Get bootstraps. Pick yourself up by them. We're fixing homelessness, CJ. Yeah, we just, uh, I think we just solved it. We just solved homelessness. Um, I'm hearing right now that Sacramento has officially eradicated homelessness. CJ, I'm going to need you to get excited about this. I'm going to need you to kick it up to a 7, an 8, or a 9, or a 10. You're still at a 6. I would be excited. I would be excited. But unfortunately, homelessness was eradicated because the homeless shelter fell into the ocean. I feel the need to scream at you. that's i mean like it's just it's just coincidental that this happened but i i don't know i don't know i'm I'm just kind of distraught right now just the thought of all those lives well that's lost in the sea well that, that's racism that's diversity that's homelessness i mean what more do you want on a saturday at 115 kbhv the beehive god damn it
that was uh, Chwildro by Gweno. Uh, if anyone's wondering, we were supposed to introduce the song, but we didn't. Uh, <laughs> it's a song that's done entirely in Welsh from a Welsh concept album by this lovely woman named, named Gweno. You get variety here at KBHV the Beehive. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> it. We, we, it. I think it was a great way to transition from the how diverse are your friends segment <laughs> to play a song from uh, that was in Welsh. With an unpronounceable title from an unknown artist. Well, if you're Welsh, you can pronounce it. Mm. Well, the other expect the unexpected here at KBHV The Beehive, but we gotta wrap up early. Yep. Um, we gotta cut things Bogdan's short today. Coming. Um, Bogdan's coming, and we gotta get out of here in case he decides that he thinks our faces look like windows. No, you know what actually I think he's doing? He's got other DJs coming in, kind of an audition. They're trying to replace us. We were, we were, you know, oh. we didn't want to break this to no. everybody, but next week is our, is our, is our last show. Uh, we're kind of wrapping up a season and hopefully we'll be back. Um, hopefully. Well, if Bogdan dies, maybe. Well, I mean, our, we'll see our, about our contracts as well. We need to renegotiate some things, but, um. No, the, the contract specifically says if Bogdan dies, it's, it's automatically renewed. Automatically renewed. <laughs> It's weird that we'd write that in. To the, to, or and Bogdan wrote it in. He has a he, death wish. <laughs> um, so next week will be our last show for a bit. Um, thanks for listening. KBHV The Beehive. This is Mike and CJ. CJ, any parting words? Uh, hope to see you back uh, next time here on 97.4 KBHV The Beehive. Okay, we're going to leave you with a song called... What's this song called? Still Life? Still Life. Still by Life. The by the Horrors. On KBHV The Beehive, 97.4. Have a great week, everybody. Alright. I don't know why I said alright. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs>